life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey everybody, welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your Chief Lounge Lizard, and I am riding dirty this week. Actually, I don't even know what that means. I think it might mean that, like, you've got uh, drugs in your car or something, which I certainly do not. But what I do have is uh, an empty lounge. I'm pretty much all by myself this week. Yes, looking around, I see empty chairs everywhere. So this is probably not going to be the longest of shows. Uh, the reason is because as we speak, Sony is doing their press conference. Uh, the um, So by the time you hear this, it will all be old news. But that's okay, because the thing is that uh, it's probably the worst kept secret in gaming. I mean, everyone pretty much knows that Sony called the world together uh, to talk about the PS4. Uh, and by the time this show comes out, you'll all know all about it. But as of right now, everybody here at Jin is basically uh, either uh, there or glued to their uh, screens, ready to hear all about uh, the announcement. Although I think it would be kind of funny if Sony came out and said, Hey, <laughs> I know you wanted to hear about the PS4, but we're going to want to talk about Little Big Planet 3. <laughs> I seriously doubt they would do that. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about briefly was to uh, let just let everybody know that the uh, 2012 Gin Game of the Year nominees have been voted on. Um, last year for the for the main awards, we had over 20,000. Uh, I'm sorry, over 100,000 votes cast. Uh, at, I was thinking about the nominees. We had uh, about 20,000 votes uh, lobbied for the nominees this year, uh, which is about which is about right. So we're hoping to get 100,000 of you to vote for the Game of the Year. Um, and if you go to uh, GameIndustry.com, uh, you will see the Gin Game of the Year Vote Now banner right up at the corner. You click on that, and you can just vote right away. Also, at the top of our Industry Happening section, which will probably still be there uh, when this show comes out, uh, you have the entire list. So there's the, the list of every single nominee uh, for each category. Gin uh, is unique. In that we let you guys pick the winners, we don't have a lot to do with it. Each one of the each one of the editors here gets a single vote. <laughs> uh, I think Todd might have found a way to get two votes, but in a field of a hundred thousand, there's uh, there's really the one vote doesn't really mean all that much. Um, the way it works is that. Uh, every single person that subscribes to our newsletter becomes the Academy, if you will. Uh, so, like with the Academy Awards, uh, the people who are in the Academy are like, you know, the top actors and directors and things like that. But here, the Academy is made up of all of you. Um, so all you have to do is subscribe to GameIndustry.com, and you can vote for the best games of the year. We're, I believe, we're the only publication that actually does that. I don't think there are any others that let the keys to the kingdom go out uh to the world. Um so we have a we have a bunch of uh categories here. Oh oh and if you'd like to sign up for the newsletter, which is free, of course, always free, uh just click on the subscribe button 
from the GameIndustry.com homepage, and you will be able to see all the uh, how to how to sign up. And basically, just give us your email address, <laughs> and also as a bonus, you are eligible every single week. We give away a prize. Uh, we have some really good prizes. Uh, sometimes we have uh, we've had 3D monitors on there, uh, gaming monitors. We have all kinds of games for every platform. So pretty much, uh, we also have uh, figures, uh, T-shirts, all kinds of cool stuff. And here's the thing: it's kind of like. Uh, um, well, for me, it was like when I used to go to the dentist office, and the dentist would say, hey, you were a good boy, and he'd open up this treasure chest, and inside the treasure chest was like lollipops, and I don't know, probably not candy bars, but there were like little army men, and li- all kinds of toys and stuff, and you could pick anything from the chest, and we do the same thing, so right there on the subscribe page, you can see all the prizes, and if you win, we're like, hey, which one do you want? We open it up, and you tell us, so... Again, we kind of like to give away pretty much everything to to you, our loved readers. So anyway, uh, looking at the Game of the Year nominees, uh, we have a bunch of different categories. Uh, I won't go over every single one of them, uh, but for example, in the Adventure Game category, we have Assassin's Creed 3, Dishonored, Sleeping Dogs, The Amazing Spider-Man, and The Walking Dead. All very uh, good games. Uh, the surprising one there for me is The Amazing Spider-Man, because uh, the Spider-Man games have been, I don't know, kind of lukewarm lately. They haven't been bad, but they haven't really been good. And The Amazing Spider-Man really was like their ability to come back and, and show that they can make a good game and a good series. Uh, then, of course, we have Best Family Game, because the family games are a, a big mainstay of uh, what we do at Gin. We make sure that you parents out there know what kind of uh, games you should be buying uh, for your kids. And in the family game category, we have Crazy Machines 2 Complete, Edna and Harvey, Harvey's New Eyes, Haunted, The Dark Eye, Chains of Satnav, and Tiny Bang Story. Um, all those very worthy. Tiny Bang Story is an interesting game that I believe is the first time that an Android and iOS game has made it onto the family game category. So that'll be interesting to see how, how well they do. Uh, I know that... Um, uh, Neil Sateovich, one of our reviewers, he he's a big fan of uh, the Edna and Harvey uh, game. He really liked that one, and uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of uh, Crazy Machines too. I always I love doing that sort of sort of like an Escher print, and you're trying to move a marble <laughs> using like rockets and and flames and things. It's kind of kind of mad scientist uh, fits right in with my personality. Um, then we also have the best online only game. That's a, cat, a new category, and that's for games that you have to be online to be able to play. Simple enough, right? Uh, for that, we have Desert Operations. That was a uh, one of the best casual uh, online uh, only games that came out uh, this year. We also have Guild Wars 2. A lot of people were real interested in Guild Wars, and uh, it's, it seems to be doing as well as the original. Uh, then we have Guns of Akaris Online, which is a blimp combat game, which is pretty pretty interesting. Um, uh, definitely different than anything else that's out there. And we have War of the Roses, which is a uh, medieval combat. Oh, man, it is a brutal combat. I mean, I played it, and, you know, I like it. But it is tough. I mean, when when an, I mean, I guess back then combat was really in your face and brutal, and and so when you get killed, uh, you know the guy, uh, the other guy will often throw you on the ground and pull out his dagger and just knife your face, <laughs> you know, through your little armored helmet. It is, it's up close and personal. Of course, then when you respawn, you're going to go after that guy. So that's kind of cool. And that's uh, that's War of the Roses. And then we also have World of Warcraft: Mist of Pandaria, which was 
You know, uh, the weird thing about that game is and everybody's like, it's really cool and it's really deep world, but they wonder why all the pandas are in there. I mean, it's kind of weird because you think panda, it's like going to be a real cutesy game, but it's not. It's, uh, it's, um, I mean, it is cute, but it has a deep storyline and, and stuff. So all of those are definitely, uh, good, good ones to, uh, to look out for. Um, I'm not going to go over everything. Like I say, you can just go to GameIndustry.com and you can uh, look at the uh, the top of the industry happenings or click on the button and you can uh, you can see them all. Uh, on Best RPG, uh, we have uh, Baldur's Gate the Enhanced Edition, Dragon's Dogma, Kingdoms of Amalar, Amalar Reckoning, uh, Crater, which was a sort of a, uh, made, made by Fat Shark. They're also the people who made War of the Roses, by the way, so they're having a really good year. <laughs> and Torchlight 2. Um, the interesting one for that, for me on that is Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition, because Baldur's Gate, the original, won the game of the year, as voted by you, uh, my god, back in 2008, I think it was, uh, or maybe even a little before that. Might have been like 2002. I think. But yeah, it's uh, the original one, so I think it would be kind of neat if the Enhanced Edition came back like 10 years later and won, but that's just me. <laughs> Don't let that influence your vote at all. Um, and then, of course, we have uh, all the different categories. Best Environment, we've got a whole bunch of good environmental games on there that won. Far Cry 3, Hitman Absolution, Mass Effect 3, Skylanders Giants, and XCOM Enemy Unknown. All of those games took a lot of... Um, a time for me this year. Uh, particularly for me, I, I don't, I, well, I mean, I didn't really play Skylanders Giants, uh, but I know it's one of the most popular games in the world right now, and it, it has a very cool environment. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of outside of my, for when I play personally, I don't, I don't play Giants. Um, but I did play XCOM Enemy Unknown, really good game. Mass Effect 3, of course, I was on the edge of my seat for that one. Hitman Absolution. Hitman's probably my favorite series of all time. I'm going and playing, going back and playing the Hitman HD collection, playing all the original missions, having a lot of fun with that, and uh, and then I'll uh, probably go back and play Absolution because I'm a real Hitman nerd. Uh, and then Far Cry 3. Far Cry 3, probably the most gorgeous looking game as of yet ever created. I mean, just ridiculously beautiful world in Far Cry 3. Um, I don't know when the Far Cry series got so good, but Far Cry 3, man, it, it kicked it out of the park. So any of those would be a good choice. Uh, and then, of course, we have uh, Best Original Score, because we always look at music. And, and for that, we have um, Final Fantasy 13 2. Uh, the only category it was nominated in, which, which uh, amazed some people, but... Uh, you know, thirteen two wasn't thirteen. It was it was a good game. It was really cool, but you know they really were trying to uh, to push into the the popularity of thirteen. And then Guilty Gear uh, XX Accent Core Plus, which apparently is a fighting game uh, that revolves around music, which is interesting. Uh, Halo Four, of course, it had a, a beautiful score. Uh, Retro Slash Grade, that was uh, an indie game that was uh, all about a soundtrack. You were pretty much on a, on a soundtrack line, and you could actually play it with a guitar, uh, one of those uh, rock band or Guitar Hero guitars, uh, which is a neat way to be able to play a game like that. And Sleeping Dogs, which was funny because it had a, uh, a full radio station like the Grand Theft Auto games, but you were in Hong Kong, so a lot of the stations were in Chinese. I thought that was kind of a neat little uh, neat little atmospheric thing there. Uh, and then, of course, we have best PC game, best PlayStation 3 game, best Wii game, best Xbox 360 game. 
so, you know, you guys can pick which ones you want there. Uh, and then we leave the best overall up to you. So the best overall category is almost like, uh, I don't know, it's kind of like, um, well, how would you describe it? It's sort of like, um, it's almost like a nomination vote because you don't have to nominate it. You just you basically type in the game that you think should be the best of the year, should be considered the best of the year, and that's the one that that wins, the one that gets the most votes. Last year we had over a hundred thousand people voting, so you know, give it a try and uh, and see what uh, what you think. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and, you know, 100,000 gamers can't be wrong, so we're the only uh, publication that I know of that does it this way, so the power is in your hands. <laughs> Feel free to to use it. <laughs> With great power comes great responsibility. Eh, not really, you just have to go to the webpage and type in a few things, but still, it's, uh, you know, give your choices some thought, because it really does mean a lot to the developers and the publishers to put in a lot of work, to be able to say, you know what, guys, thank you, good job, we appreciate your work and your work ethic. So that's uh, that's it. I just wanted to point that out and see if we could get uh, close to or maybe even over 100,000 votes this year. Uh, vote for their, your favorite game, and we will certainly respect your choices. Uh, uh, Todd may do a show later uh, if he doesn't like your choices, but we will respect them nonetheless. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash gameindustry. We're on Twitter at Gin Lounge. Uh, we're on Google+. Uh, you can get to all of those by clicking on the buttons from the main page. Uh, we're also on Instagram, Pinterest, and a bunch of other places. Wherever you are, search for GameIndustry.com, and uh, you should be able to find us. <laughs> okay, well, until next time, uh, I'm John Breeden, all alone, and uh, I will see you next time in the lounge, where more than likely we'll be talking about Sony's PlayStation 4. All right, until then, may the best game win. Take care, everybody. 